Welcome to Coffee and an Interview. I'm Jacqueline Pena, and I'm here today with Jocelyn Bellows, the Break Up to Wake Up coach and the host of the Leap Podcast. How are you today? Jacqueline, I am fantastic. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you so much for having me on the show today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being here with us. Um, You have an incredible message to share, some empowering words for all of us. And I just want to jump right into it. Um, You have your podcast, you have your coaching business, but you have a journey that got you to where you are today. And that journey, I think, will help us in understanding uh, your empowerment tools as well. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey? How did you get to be a coach and a podcast host? <laughs> it has been quite a journey for sure. Um, so I guess I'll start with um, my own journey of why I coach. So I live in Colorado these days. I'm a native of the East Coast of New Jersey. And about three, a little over three years ago, I um, moved from New Jersey to Colorado, actually from Pennsylvania, to Colorado. And uh, in, in order to make that move, and it was a very conscientious decision that I had made with myself and my family to, to make this, to make this move. And when we decided to do this, it meant that I walked away from, you know, a life that I already had. I had a pretty prolific career. We owned a business uh, that was very, that was very successful in the way of, you know, we had a, a, st- a really good um, customer follow base and the, the company or the company was thriving. Um, however, we kind of looked around the community we were living in and said, well, this isn't quite a fit that we want to raise a child in and, and not a fit for us. So we made this move to Colorado, which meant we walked away from some other things to make this happen. And in, in doing so, coming to Colorado in the early days, I had a lot of time and a lot of space in my life. And I recognized that things that I thought were working in my life really weren't. And I really took investigation as to why, why my life was happening the way that it was. And very so soon after, I realized that the marriage that I was in um, was not longer, no longer healthy for me. Um, and I, I, so I, I walked away and did my marriage. And in doing that, I really spent a lot of time getting to know what was going on with me because I spent so much of my life thinking that I was chasing all these things, like chasing this specific um, career path, and I wanted to be married and be a parent and all these things, but yet I was feeling completely empty within. And when I started to recognize these things, I worked with my very first life coach. I didn't even know what a life coach was because I'd been in a therapy for many, many, many years, and I hadn't seen any drastic changes. And yet, so when this life coach option appeared for me, I was like, there's something inside of me said, go for it. Like this is, this is your next step. And that's exactly what I did. And in those first three months of working with my first coach, I really started to uncover who I am and all the stuff that had been holding me back for so many years. And the holding me back was me. You know, it really began, the conversation really began was the curiosity I had was, I always saw myself as this really vibrant, loving, happy person. And yet that was not the person I was showing up as in my marriage and in a lot of aspects of my life. And I've come to realize that all of that was something that I actually created for myself. It was, be, and it was because I didn't love myself. I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to allow me to take care of me because I was so busy taking care of 
my husband and his business and my and my uh, you know my job and my child I didn't even I didn't even wasn't taking care of myself which I think a lot of women do when you get into that you at some point in your life precursor to that that really was for my entirety of my life and here I was at 41 just understanding this now that I'm 43 now by the way um I really never loved myself and when I and because I didn't love myself how could I possibly how could I possibly allow anyone else to love me or to show someone else how to love me because I wasn't doing it and that had been my journey um and that's that's why I you know, when I, when I start to understand that and uncover the, and unlock the things that were happening within me, I start to understand who I was and who I am and the joy returned and joy to the point that I had never, something I had never, ever experienced in my entire life. I mean, the, the level of happiness within my being was greater than anything I had ever felt in my entire life. And it took me being still it took me putting some very heavy boundaries around what was going to be acceptable what was not going to be acceptable in my life um and i i had to be very principled in that and the more that i said yes to things i enjoyed and the more that i said no to things that didn't make me feel comfortable that continued to rise and so as i started you know as i went through this journey um I began sharing a lot of things that was going on in my life on Facebook. People start reaching out and saying, wow, what are you doing? And I want that. And that was sort of some of my aha moments that I have, I have to share this. This this gift is, you know, I, I, I see it as a gift. It's my gift. I had to go through walking through fire to understand what it was like to really live. And since then, my life trajectory has just blown up in a bazillion ways. Um, and you mentioned earlier, I also have a podcast, which I imagine we'll talk about as well. And that's just one of the, one of the pieces of this, this whole big journey that I've been on. And, and it, it's an amazing journey. You talked about walking through fire and how yeah. that journey of walking through fire gave you this gift now where you can help other people through their journeys. And, uh, you know, I, I made a connection with you early on because um, my own journey, I walked out of my own marriage. It wasn't the right fit for me. And having to go through that process of learning who I was on my own, by myself, who am I? Not who am I when I'm taking care of this person or this person or marrying this person or making this other person happy, but who am I, Jacqueline Pena, and and um, and what does that mean? And, and what makes me happy? And then finding that happiness. And for you, your walk through fire gave you this gift, this gift that led you to this place of happiness that you're in right now. And now you're using this gift to empower other people to find, to, to walk through their path or their fire. Hopefully it's not that fiery, but, but we all have this journey, this very difficult journey that's walked through fire. And when we, when we finish that journey, we should come out a lot stronger. That's the idea. And you have a gift that helps empower people through that process. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about that process or what you do in terms of your coaching uh, with your clients and helping them find their gifts as they get through their journey? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when we talk about breakup to wake up, for me, um, that this this actually did mean 
a breakup of an external relationship. However, when I when I really when we really talk about what that is, it's it's a breakup with an internal relationship. It's a relationship to self to wake up to the person that you were always intended to be. So the the way that the process really works is that we it's a four step breakup process to a four step wake up process, and really it's it's breaking up with the stories that you've told yourself um, for a lifetime. And those stories uh, often what they end up do is they create are created in early childhood. And we, we create the molding of who we believe we're meant to be in the first seven years of life. And so as parents, uh, anyone who's out there that are parents, guess what, you guys, we're going to mess up our kids. It, it's just going to happen, right? <laughs> so just accept it for what it is. Understand that you are doing the best that you can. Uh, as children, we take in information that has been shared around us from our community because our community, you know, even though they're best intended, they've been conditioned to believe certain things about themselves. And they, they believe that that's a wonderful way to pass, like wonderful things that you can pass on from, you know, parental generation to children to child generation. And it could be, you know, wonderful lessons. And it also can be things that were never intended to be ill, ill-conceived. So like an example of this, um, one of my clients had shared that her, her father was an alcoholic for many years prior to her birth and that had given up drinking. On the day of her birth, had a drink. And it was never explained to her the full capacity of that. What she understood to be is that she caused her father to go back on the wagon. That was a story that she told herself oh, wow. and that she was the cause for her, her father's illness because she was born. Many years later, the story was f- fully shared that her father drank because he was celebrating her birth. It wasn't a negative. In fact, it was a positive. However, for 30 some odd years of her life, she created this storyline that she was the cause of something tragic for her father. And it caused all sorts of chaos within her life and how she showed up in certain aspects of her life. And until she got to the root of that and got the full story, got to the root of that, we took that root out and mm-hmm. then we planted a new seed and planted a new, nourish, a new nourishing seed to say, this is the new story. This is who you actually are. You didn't cause anything. You just are. So we, we break up with um, stories that aren't serving us. Mm-hmm. We, break up, we end energetic ties with people that are no longer um, you know, working in our highest and best interest. And as we start to break away these old ways of being, pattern behavior, um, conditioning that we've been told about what we're meant to show up as, when we start to break away from those aspects and really get down to the root, like pulling, like literally pulling roots out of our head is when we get to start to plant those new nourishing seeds. And when you walk through that veil of fear, because it is it's a veil of fear and fear is all what we've constructed in our mind. It doesn't actually exist. It doesn't actually exist. We start to see our lives more clearly and there will be things that will come through from your, pre- your previous life, you know, the things that worked well. 
right? Um, there might be some amazing friendships that you've had. You've had friends for generations or for years and years upon years that have always been your cheerleader and want to still see you succeed. Those people will come through on the, on the wake-up side. More importantly, as we start to wake up to ourself, we start to create a new relationship with our being. So we start to uh, create newly formed habits that are serving us, like waking up in the morning. And before you look at that phone, uh, one of the habits, one of the things that we work on, I work on with my clients is writing and journaling for 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes. doesn't have to be this massive thing, just something small that starts our day on a positive note. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a positive thing that you write. It could be like, hey, I had this thing that this ugly dream or I'm feeling yucky about this. Get it out of your body. Get it on, on a piece of paper. And especially, and I, I encourage this first thing in the morning because your mind is fresh. The day hasn't necessarily begun. You'll, you'll start, and, and the more that you stay quiet, you'll start to hear your head your head's turned on before you start going, right? It just, it, it, it is. We always have this constant chatter in our head. And if it's, if it's negative, it's going to stay in that, in that chatter room for a long, for longer. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and then you have to like really take the time to question, how is this serving you? How is this creating a better atmosphere for you? So if it's yucky, get it on paper. Don't read it again. Get it out of your system. As you go through the day, as you're finding yourself in a situation that's causing tension, take a couple moments to step away and breathe. And if you can't physically step away from that, you have to be physically in that like in a conversation that you don't want to be in. You still can take a moment to do a really quick breath exercise. And this is an exercise that I share with my clients is in that tense moment before you respond or react we want to respond rather than react. So respond with taking a couple, taking like a three or four second breath in, hold it for three or four seconds at the top. And when you breathe out, breathe out for seven seconds through your mouth. So you breathe in, you breathe in through your nose, you hold it, you breathe out, extended through your mouth. And if you can do that two, three times, what is that, 10, 20 seconds total? That will calm your system so that you can think more clearly in response to whatever you're in. And at the end of the day, to take 10 or 15 minutes, technology-free, in total, either total quiet or just soft, meditative, calming music before you go to bed at night. And that's mm-hmm. going to set your day up. Like, it's going to set your night up really nicely to set up your next day. Um, so those are a couple practices that I do share with, with my clients about how to sort of form new habits in your waking up process because it's going to be we're integrating new newness into your system we're really literally when i my practice is is we do a lot of vision work within session and then there's homework session there's homework assignments outside of session um because we're so disruptive in our former patterned behavior it we're releasing toxins into our system and we're, we're shaking up the energy in our body so drink we drink a lot of drink a lot of water and eating healthy foods that nourish our body foods of the earth not this fast food stuff that we're being you know the processed stuff that we're being shoved at, at us every day but eating changing how we eat and what we eat and being conscientious of that is all going to support this this new growth and 
clients will often come to me and I, I've experienced myself is like after we do a session, there's a level of exhaustion that comes with it because you've done so much internal body work that that there's some exhaustion that comes with it. So being really kind to yourself and acknowledging you for where you're at. So if like I, if you're a big athlete and you feel like you're constantly in motion mm-hmm. and that day you walk away from that session and you're exhausted, like honor that. Go rest, go take a bath, go take a nap, honor where you are and forgive yourself for, for anything that you think you meant you're needing to be doing. Um, so being acknowledgement of that. And I kind of went off on side note here, but that's, but the breakup to wake up process is really just getting rid and removing actions, thoughts, words, people, media, things that are, are bringing you down and you can, and the more that you're acknowledging of that and have an awareness of that, you'll start to feel the heaviness and the weight around that, removing that and getting that out of your system to, to allow for space, for newness, for support, for the ability to continue to grow into a very light, happy, productive, not busy, productive human having a human experience you you gave us a lot there in in that introductory (laughs) explanation it it was filled with so much advice just the idea of breaking up to wake up and breaking up with all these things that can bring us down that can zap our energy that can uh, let us not focus on ourselves actions thoughts media people things that bring us down to allow us to move to this new place, but you gave us so many amazing tips already to help us as we're transitioning to new new place to develop habits that help us think about ourselves and empower ourselves. The journaling first thing in the morning, the breathing exercises for ten to twenty seconds, um, breaking up with those um, st- negative stories we implant in ourselves and we carry throughout our lives are part of the breakup to wake up, but it's something that we can start doing through this reflection process. Um, ending our night with reflection, maybe that includes journaling, uh, nourishing our bodies, which is a good point. We, we're, we're thinking about the mental work and the spiritual work and the emotional work, but we forget what, what the physical side does to all of that. So what we eat, what we drink, how much we rest or don't rest. So we want to nourish our bodies because all those things uh, impact how we function emotionally, mentally, um, emotionally and mentally, I'm sorry, uh, in terms of that. And and you you end that process for your clients, reminding them to be kind to themselves, to honor where they're at. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to rest. It's okay to take a little time out now because you've done all this work. And I think a lot of times we forget to be kind to ourselves and to take that time. And we're always instead saying, well, why didn't I get these 10 things done? Or why didn't I do this? So I think that you've already given us this amazing basket of tools to help us in empowering ourselves to to walk through that journey and find that happiness, which isn't uh, you know, it's 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 not just like a destination. You get there, and you'll always be happy. But that happiness in in being on this lifelong journey of always finding ways to know ourselves better, to be the best version of ourselves, to keep um, lining our load <laughs> of yes. those things that bring us down, and to recognize because new things will keep coming our way all our lives. 
So I think it's a it's a great basket of tools that you're already giving us in in this uh, short discussion of the work you do with your clients. Yeah, I want to. I, I you you mentioned something about this this destination piece, and I I want to kind of circle back to that. Give me a chance to talk a little bit about the show yes, as well. Please. So I um so I I do have a podcast as I mentioned earlier, and a little background there. I will tell you. So this is one of my things that I, a pattern behavior that I had to undo for myself is for many years, I didn't really like my voice, you know, and we all, you know, we, you hear your, well, before, prior to like the advent of, of um, cell phones, like we used to have answering machines, right. Or you'll hear your, your, you'll hear your voice on a recording and you're like, wow, that doesn't even sound like me. Right. It sounds very, you know, doesn't sound like me at all. Um, so for a long time, I really didn't care for my voice. And I, I said this something to myself, like, people don't want to hear what I have to say, right? I created this whole story in my life, in my line. And the day that I decided to do my podcast, it was on a, I took a drive out to the mountains. It was a six hour drive for a three hour hike. And my mind was actually blank. I've At this point, I'd already learned to kind of how to quiet my thought process and just enjoy being present in the moment, which is also a big thing that I work on with my clients as well. But this is something I had to learn for myself. Um, A song came on the radio. This is me by Kesha came on the radio. And I had no intention, by the way, of starting a podcast. None. Like this was not a thing that was on my radar in any stretch. This song came on the radio and I was like, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the theme song. I want to create a podcast. It's my theme song. This is what I'm going to talk to people about, or this is going to be the intention for the show. These are the type of people I'm going to speak to. And here's the first 20 people I'm going to interview. I birthed that in a six-hour drive. I was voice texting myself the entire drive. I was so wow. inspired by this. And I still, and I, I released that fear of what do I have to say or I don't like my voice. Like it just didn't, it was no longer a barrier for me. It didn't even matter. In fact, it didn't even matter. Fast forward to now season two of the show. Um, what I do is I talk with um, coaches like myself and healers, people who do Reiki work and um, light work and tarot reading and, and things like that. And these are, these are my guests because I think that these are the people that just do amazing, put amazing work into the world and are sharing their, their gifts and their purpose with the world and lifting others up, which is, which I think is purpose alone. Many of them, when we talk, when, when we get into conversation, many of them, this is myself included, is we had a, like a former life where we were, we were striving towards a specific goal. And most of them were career-based goals of like, oh, once I get this title of CEO or director or blah, 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 I've made it, right? They get to that pinnacle that they've been working 20, 30 years for, and they look around and recognize that's not it. The fulfillment in that thing, external, isn't it and it it was really painted beautifully for me so one of someone who I enjoy immensely is Gabrielle Bernstein Um, she's authored many many books in the spiritual realm and when she started to climb into her into her um, career there was a you know one of those things that she put on her vision board was to meet Oprah Winfrey and be interviewed with Oprah with Oprah and it happened it happened for her and she reflected on 
that walking off the stage after she had that first interview with with Oprah Winfrey, and her reflection was, well, you know, here it had been a vision for her for 10, 15, 20 years. And she's like, oh, that was it? And this was like, I mean, you know, this was just another thing that was on her, in her list of life. It just happened. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that, so I guess what I want to illustrate there is the happiness and the fulfillment and the joy and all of those pieces don't come from things external to you. None of it. It is all within us. To quote Star Wars, we have everything, you have everything that you need. I have everything that I need. I am enough. I am love. I am joy. I am compassion. I am me. I have to remind myself of that, by the way. I don't, I'm not going to say here, tell you that my work isn't done. My work is continuing. In fact, before we got on this, uh, hopped on this call, I was shuffling some papers around. And I, I don't know much about Hopopono. Um, I've been introduced to it. But there are four key phrases that we say to, we can say ourselves through this process is, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And thank you. And these are just little ways that we can be kind to ourselves, because reality is we we live connected. We live in a world where we're connected to people and having conversations external to ourselves, and to operate in this this construct of life that we're currently living. We're going to set off things for other people. We're going to have conversations that we may not want to have with people. And and that might wake like we may walk away from those conversations feeling yucky about something or feeling sad or angry or frustrated. That all occurs. Um, something that I was guilty of for many years is punishment. I've punished myself for how either I've treated others or even more so punished myself because a relationship has ended and I'm sad and I've held on to what did I do? How could I have done differently? When the reality is the thing I could have done differently every single time is loved myself more. Every single time honored myself more because when you do that, you get to walk away in strength and there's no worry about question. There's only the only thing that you can control in this world is you. That's it. That's the beginning and end. And that's why the breakup and wake up is so breakup to wake up is so important. So, you know, a lot of people will come to me and say, well, what does that mean? Does it mean that you have, like relationship has to end or friendships? No, absolutely not. Now, can that be a byproduct of this process? Absolutely. Because what's happening is you are becoming more in tune with you and standing up for yourself and living in your power and, and holding on to that. You're stepping into the, the being that you've always been to be, being strong, being vibrant, you still leave with love, always, always. There are gonna you know, before you before you lived in that space, you were attracting in people that 
were attracted to the person you were showing up as before. So if you had weak boundaries or you're always someone who is willing to do something for someone else, but not willing to do it for yourself, but you're going to attract people that want to take advantage of that intentionally or unintentionally consciously or subconsciously. That's what you're attracting in. And as you start to stand up and say, "Uh uh-uh, no one else is doing this. Like I'm doing this for me and and I'm not going to do for anyone else until I do for me. You're going to notice that people may fall away from you. They may challenge it. They may not accept it. They may just get angry. They may walk away. Understand that's actually a good thing and be grateful for that because they may not be necessarily for your path any longer, your path of continued growth and continued self-expression. That's where, that's where the strength is. That's where the love is. The more that you speak into the person you need to be and you want to be, you're going to find yourself more satisfied, more satiated, calm within your being. Um, and new, 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 when you remove things, you make space for new. You make space for the people that are going to support your growth. They're, you're going to make space for opportunities that support your highest and best good of why you're here. And I, I vision this as, and this is how I walk, I've learned how to walk through life now, is there's always going to be one hand in front of you and one hand behind you. The hand in front of you is someone else lifting you up because we aren't doing this alone, people. We're not. Um, when my journey began, when I decided I, I, I really understood that I had to, for me, I had to walk away from my marriage, I reached out to someone I hadn't talked to in 20 years. And I, because I'd watched her, her story unfold on Facebook, I felt compelled to reach out to her because I wanted what she had. And when I started sharing a little bit, just a little bit about what I was going through, her, she opened up everything. And her journey had been so similar to mine, only she was a few years ahead of me, that she was my hope. She was like the goal. And what, I didn't internalize it for myself. I ex- still had it external until I realized it was like, oh, wait, I can do this. It's not hers. This is mine. But in the beginning, it was hers. That, so she, helped, she lifted me. And now I have a hand behind me lifting others and that's and we're in this together we're all connected we're all connected through a loving energy and the only reason that we disconnect is because we forget we tap out we tap into fear we tap into the smallness of being and realize that we're these expansive humans having an amazing experience if you choose it there, there is a lot there as well that you've provided us in terms of tools. Um, I love the Kopono um, component. Am I saying that right? Hopopono. Hopopono. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive yes. me. I love you. Thank you. Just having these mantras that we can use. This, con- this notion of energy, the energy we put out, the energy others put out, how energy attracts energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of boundaries not, you know, when, when you don't, if you don't have clear boundaries, people will pick up on that and will push. If you focus a lot on others, you'll attract those who are looking for someone to pay a lot of attention to them and to put a lot into, into who they are. Um, so having clear boundaries and understanding who you are 
and and the kind of energy that can be put out there, the kind of energy that you draw back in, I think is really important uh, part of this work. And you also talked about purpose. And I'm, I'm noticing that as a theme in a lot of the podcast episodes. And so how important it is to, to have a purpose, to know your purpose, to articulate your purpose, to remind yourself of your purpose, because that is kind of that light that guides you. And then you end up with this wonderful concept of, you know, there's a hand in front and a hand behind, right? So you need support, you need community, you need others. And, you know, they're helping you, guiding you in your path, um, helping you in that hike up a, a mountain, if that's your journey, pulling you up. But don't forget to help others along the way, because as you go through your journey, you're becoming stronger, you're learning things, and you're able to help others with what you've learned. You're able to bring them with you, um, help pull them up that same journey, that same hike, that same mountain. So I thought these were amazing concepts for us. I know when we were talking earlier, um, you also mentioned uh, these concepts that are the three Vs. I thought it was a great time to talk about those. Um, your three Vs, values, vulnerability, and vision. Do you want to share anything about that to help our listeners understand your concept of the three Vs and how to use that? In coming in the fall, I don't know when this show is going to air, but come fall, um, I actually gonna, I'm beginning to host some online workshops around this, and and this is these are workshops I've done before in person. So now you know, now moving them into the virtual world. <laughs> so the first uh, the the three Vs, yes, values, vulnerability, and vision. Values serve as a roadmap of how we get to choose to live our life every single day. Now, I don't know how frequently people spend the time to actually define their own personal values. These are not the values that someone else defines for you or tells you how to be. This is how you get to decide you want to live. And the exercise can can go in many ways. Um, One of the things that I do is if we can't, if you can't, have you, if something isn't necessarily coming to you as like, oh, I think I want to live this way, but I don't really know. Um, sometimes it's to begin with maybe looking external to you, like look around to the people that you admire. And maybe you, you, you write down the top five, top 10 people that you admire most, whether they're people that you actually know, or they're people that you just admire as figures in, in your life. Like Gabrielle Bernstein is one for me. From there, why? Why are you so compelled? Why do you like this person so much? What is it about this person that draws you in time and time again? Those will start to be indicators as to the descriptors of that will be indicators as to why you have chosen, like why you like that person is is probably alignment aligned with your personal value. Um, for me, one of my values actually is is vulnerability. Um, another one is um, integrity. These were words that when I say these words, and, and Jacqueline, because you, you can see me, my, my smile is just expanding. You probably can hear it in my voice. Mm-hmm. Integrity is just living for me. And it, this is not the definition of textbook by definition, by the way. This is how I defined it for me, is living honestly and openly with no pretense and speaking my truth, no matter what, regardless of, you know, it's never intended to hurt anyone, but I'm not concerned about 
the others. I'm concerned. I'm only concerned about me speaking clearly and cleanly and openly about me and showing up as me, no matter the situation. As you start to set up those value, that value system, put it somewhere that you see it every day. Because that, until it starts to become imbibed in you, and you probably have already imbibed it, but you haven't really recognized that you, you live by these, the more that you see it, it will now become part of your, your daily system. Something that truly happened to me about at the beginning of Corona back in May, I had actually asked somebody to be on my podcast. And I knew that, that this person, yes, fit the bill of a, a good guest and there was good chemistry. I also knew that my asking this person to be on my show, that I was actually out of integrity because I didn't necessarily, yes, the person was good fit. I wanted to, to get to know this person more. And I used my show as a reason to have a second, third, fourth conversation with this person. And what resulted is I literally had pain in my lower back. And I knew that it was because I was out of integrity of asking him to, this person to be in my show. So I went back and I actually removed the invitation and I told him why. I was clear with him. The moment that I did that, the pain disappeared. So that like when you start to really imbibe those interior, interior ways of being, notice what changes around you. So, so values is number one. Vulnerability. Get really good about owning you. Drop the masks, drop the weight. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Really don't. It's not worth it. The moment that you start to remove that weight, you'll feel a lightness in your body. And you get to speak more clearly and more cleanly. And you get to be the same person in every facet of your life. We, we tend to live in a space where we compartmentalize our lives with where we're one, we're one way at work, we're a different way with our friends, we're a different way in our relationship, we're a different way with our family members. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Just be you throughout all of it. And you're going to notice how much easier life is, how much life becomes uncomplicated. And once we achieve those two steps, we start to actually get to vision the life that we want to have. And that can be done through writing, visual exercises, drawing, and feeling. And the feeling is probably the most important. Yes, you may have that vision that like, you might see what you want. But when you get to feel that excitement, that's like, you know, one of mine um, has been speaking on stage and feeling the excitement to be on a stage with several hundred people in a room looking at me and waiting for me to speak and listening on to every word. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I crawl out of my skin. I'm so excited about that opportunity every single time. So feeling that feeling is part of the whole vision process. And that's when you get to start to really shift how you get to live. And when you get to do that, take a step back. Don't put, don't, you know, it's not about forcing. It's mm -hmm. about allowing. Surrender to what is and notice what shows up for you. It's so amazing. That's, yeah. 
So that's an amazing process. Uh, so we we have the pleasure of ending with the three V's and really mm-hmm. having this huge um, tool now in our toolkit as uh, listeners of the podcast. Um, and again, the three V's being values, vulnerability, and vision. So thank you for sharing that with us and really helping us think of ways to get through that journey or, or that uh, walk on fire and and really get to that point of, of happiness with ourselves, with our lives, with our purpose, with our vision, where we're going as well, not just the present, but where we want to go. I don't know if at this point, if you have any more advice or final words or tips that you might want to share about um, any of the stuff we've talked about or anything related back to the coaching or your process of empowerment. Yeah, the, the piece that is calling to me is just continue to choose yourself. Choose yourself first every single time. And when you continue to do that, you will take the time to recognize what's starting to change within you and around you. Keep choosing you. Thank you. Thank you for those final words of advice. Choose yourself first every single time. Thank you for that, Jocelyn. And thank you for being here for coffee and an interview. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Every time we talk, I learn so many new things. And I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. And we'll um, definitely share some of these tips and posts, but you'll have some resources as well Mm -hmm. in the description and the links to those resources, including to the podcast and to your coaching page. Yes. Jacqueline, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time this morning.